coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 210. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews and the Hammer in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. Hey, hey what's going on? <laughs> hello, hello, Hi. hello. Hi, how's we're, this? We're, you know, we're, get, we're getting spaced out, you know, on that stay-at-home order. <laughs> I was just going to ask, how's isolation? <laughs> oh, you know what? Isolation is just great, but, you know, we're getting our heart rate now. We're doing meditation and yoga, and we're just way mellow. Oh, we're not even cool. smoking any weed. <laughs> Every day Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like that. You start to lose track of the days of the week, doesn't it? One day yeah, blends. Yeah, that's what one of our kids in, yeah. said today. Yeah, just one day blends into the other one. So yeah, and we are never ever late for happy hour. Yeah, isn't that something? You know, and and yeah. uh, I'm here in the West, so. So people are, uh, you know, friends and family across the country are sending me a cheers, and I got to start at like one o'clock now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a tough job, but somebody's got to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think the uh, the West Coast is all going to be uh, alcoholics by the time this is done because of that. You know, it's happy hour somewhere. Oh well. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we went to buy some tequila at 10 o'clock yesterday morning. We ran into three people buying liquor. Yeah. Like, this is, a, this is way before noon, guys. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, what I was in the liquor store yesterday, and I noticed that uh, social distancing in the liquor store just doesn't exist. Nobody cares. No, no, <laughs> nobody no. cares. No, nobody no, cares. You're, you're, you're buying that disinfectant. So well, you, when you're in the liquor store, you're on a mission. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> There's only one mission, and that's to get home with booze. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Very yes. true. Yes. But you know, um, I've I've bought two weeks of booze three times this last week already. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Well, we went to buy things you cannot run out of. Well, I the hell with the toilet paper. Absolutely. <laughs> I tell you, before this, we were buying tequila in a seven fifty. Yes. About every two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and um, now we're buying a 175 once a week. <laughs> we doubled our consumption. I don't know. I think that's more like triple. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, um, who needs math? Whatever. But, you know, there are problems that go along with... Um, the pandemic that, you know, some people are saying may not be a pandemic. I think the United States has done a really great job, and so has Canada, of containing what could have been absolutely catastrophic. And I know if you lost somebody in your family, it's it, there's nothing more catastrophic. I don't want right. to diminish that. Right. But it could have been a lot worse. Absolutely. And. You know, in these sort of emergency situations, there's supposed to be laws and rules that are followed. And one of them is price gouging. Yeah, now, absolutely. You can't have a gas station that can raise the price during a tornado or an ice storm, you know, 
because there's a tornado or an ice storm. You, 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 they can only raise it 10% in the state of Missouri. Right. Okay. Well, we're all trying to stay home and not go in stores, right? Right. And do shopping, go pick up the stuff, curbside delivery. That's, you know, that's what's going on here in Missouri and Springfield area. So I decided that, well, the curbside thing didn't really work for us at Walmart because we went to pick up at our allotted time our groceries at 5 o'clock because right. that's the time they gave us. Okay. And we had paid for them online, all that, you know. And we get there, and we don't get to get our groceries to 7 o'clock. We sat in a parking spot oh. for two hours. Okay? So that didn't work out so well for us. But I thought, okay, so there's a few things we buy that's not groceries. So if I just place an order, just kind of like I would on Amazon, and they just ship it to me, that would be all in well, right? Because right. I get these little I, um, wax melts. I'm, I'm sort of addicted to them, you know? Okay. And they're $2 a package. Okay. In the store. Okay. Online, they're $3.86. Oh. And you got to pay shipping. Ah. Now, to me, okay. that's the same as price gouging. Absolutely. A little bottle of craft paint that's about a dollar eighty nine in the store is two seventy nine online. Huh. Why is this not price gouging? And are you kidding me, Walmart? You don't have enough money? Yeah, that that that's boggling. Uh, I've never compared prices online to in store, but I, I do know because I just came back from there. Uh, they do have some really good deals on produce, probably because they're not selling as much, and it's going right, to be bad. Right, because who wants somebody else to pick out their produce? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you're going in the store, you want to pick out your own produce. If you're having somebody else shop for you, maybe you don't buy it as much. Right, right. Because you don't want somebody sending you brown salad or something, you know? Exactly. I don't know. But um, I think that um, shame on you, Walmart. Well, there, there was a Walmart hero this week. I think it happened in Washington. Some guy tried to return $10,000 worth of toilet paper he bought. And the store manager basically told him to go piss up a rope. So There you go. Well, I would have told yeah. him to piss up a rope, too. I, I agree with the store manager. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd like to do the math on that one and see how long it uh, will take this guy to use $10,000 worth yeah, of toilet wow. paper. That's crazy. That is absolutely <laughs> crazy. I mean, I don't know what he thought, you know, was going to happen. Well, you know what his family's getting for Christmas presents, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Well, we still have the coronavirus around. And, um, you know, now they're starting to wonder or starting to have indications that there might be some long-term effects. Oh. Um, you know, this might change the way we roll out of this. That's kind of why I bring it up. Because, you know, if you have a 1% to 2% death rate, and we're really chiming in a little higher because you know the deaths they kind of keep people on the machines and so you kind of have the deaths we don't really know where that number is is right. that one is it 10 percent? we heard 10 percent. 
You know, we really don't know. That's bad. It's somewhere in the vicinity of flu right now, maybe even less. Okay? And so we've always just kind of lived with the flu. Right. You know? Even though it does have a mortality rate. Yeah, but it spreads fast because we're not doing the social distancing thing. So it, it it's up and over the hump in no time and, and done. When you flatten the curve, you lengthen the time that it's going to take yes. to get over it. I agree. I agree. But the one thing about the flu is if you do not get pneumonia as a secondary um, issue, you don't typically have long-term effects. I mean... The, the flu doesn't leave you with nerve damage or, right. you know, right. um, it, if you get pneumonia, then obviously you could have scar tissue in your lungs, but they are now studying some things that they actually believe are going to be long-term effects. Oh. I think this is going to beg the question, too, who has really had it and who hasn't? Because yeah. I know where we live. Um, you get tested if you need to be hospitalized. It is pretty hard to get tested here. In fact, in the United States, I believe that if you're a celebrity, politician, or a healthcare worker, you don't really have that much of a problem getting tested. Of course, we want our healthcare workers and our first responders to be tested, but I don't know how we really know who's had it. Who's had, you know, the coronavirus? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. I I dealt with a, like in past careers. I've dealt with a lot of big data in databases and things like that. And and all it takes is for one number to be out, and the integrity of all of that data is thrown off. Now with absolutely so many countries reporting, is is Italy being truthful? Is Germany? Is China? Who knows? So well, we know China isn't. You just cannot look at the stats and and expect them to be accurate. And as a matter of fact, it depends on what source you look at um, to what is actually being you know given to us for information. It just it, well, nothing that, matches. That's true. Well, and I tell you, we live in an area where we don't have university hospitals, so our doctors are a little bit. I don't know. They don't really have a good reason to report a lot of things right. to the CDC. They're just not that motivated. Right. Now, I'm hoping that because this is what it is, you know, a, a pandemic, that um, they, would, they would definitely report them. But if they're not able to test people, how can they report it? I've heard that the reporting... Per, per patient, the reporting is seven pages of paperwork for the doctor. So how many doctors are not doing the paperwork? Well, I guarantee you that where we live and they're employed by the hospitals and they're a little bit underpaid around here. In fact, it's they're grossly underpaid here. And um, my guess is um, not so much will they do that, seven pages of paperwork. Right. I know they won't do it on things like... Um, if you get food poisoning, they're supposed to do it. Right. You know, in case there's an outbreak at a particular restaurant or, you know, or on a particular food, they just won't do it here. Right. They don't really care. Um, that also brings us to the fact, when did it really get here? Because they say that Google knew before 
the WHO, you know, the World Health Organization now. <laughs> Google yeah. now. Doesn't okay? surprise me. <clears throat> uh, because people were already Googling symptoms. Right. Okay, so three bodies were found from January. They died in January. Now, oh. I don't really understand if they found them in January or they just now found them, which is going to happen because we've had people under quarantine. If you don't see your neighbor right now, you're not really thinking much about it. Yeah, exactly. How many people are laying dead in their apartments or their homes? Yeah, they were dead. Yeah, these people were dead. Okay, so they decided to do an autopsy on them. And they did, in fact, die of coronavirus. That was in January. We <laughs> talked a lot about that. Okay. So that means it was here in January. We know that the WHO did not call it a pandemic until March 11th, 2020. Right. So there are problems. Yeah, and the information coming out of the WHO for a while was like, oh, it doesn't spread from person to person, uh, face mask and gloves aren't going to help you, and all of this kind of uh, backwards information. Well, yeah, like it was a regional problem yeah. in China. It was not a regional problem in China, and, you know, for at least the temporary president... Trump has cut off the funding, and the United States is, of course, the the big cheese when it comes to funding the WHO. Right. You know, we pay a lot more money than China, and China's got three or at least three times the amount of population that we do. However, the WHO was protecting China. Yeah. Now, there's yeah. a lot of people that work for the WHO, doctors, nurses, that are in... Um, Dangers way all the time. That's not the problem. The problem is the politics at the administration, administrative level. Right. Um, so we're actually considering in the United States totally cutting off money to the who, and President Trump can do that with the stroke of a ink pen. He does not have to go to Congress for that. Right. We're, we're on the other side of the border here in Canada. Trudeau is not even criticizing China. As a matter of fact, early on, he praised them for how they've handled it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, and they let us know back in, my guess is November, it, it seems like, you know, that this escaped... This virus escaped the lab, the lab that was working on it. Right. You know, it wasn't the wet market. At least that's now what they're saying. Um, they say that at, at least the officials in the United States say they believe that it was an accident. I'm like going, are you kidding me? They're always trying to uh, deplete the population a bit. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would rush to go, oh, it was an accident, but... You know, there we go with conspiracy theories. Right. Uh, but we are talking about China. You know, I mean, we are not talking about Italy or Spain or the UK or Germany. We're talking about China. China's done this stuff before. Why is it that most every crazy, you know, virus comes out of there and it's always a COVID base? 
it always uses the common goal, which is a, a virus that we can get more than once. I mean, right. does this not worry anybody that they, they always have this base virus that one of the only things that you can't build up immunity to and you can catch over and over again. I mean, you can get, you know, the common cold how many times in a year? Exactly. So using that as a base, again, has me asking, what are the long-term effects? All right. Is anyone going to be immune to it? Yeah. If you think about the common cold, the answer would be no. Right. Despite all this, we're thinking of opening up America in three phases. Okay. Um, each phase would be two weeks long, meaning you have to maintain a certain criteria for two weeks before you can move to the next phase. Uh, the first phase would be like uh, business businesses opening up and doing curbside delivery. Like you go to your favorite clothing store, you call up, you pay online, you do it over the internet, but you can drive up in front of the store and an employee can rush it out and put it in your back seat. Okay. Huh. Now, you can go to this phase out of the stay-at-home phase if you have new cases and deaths on a decline for at least two weeks. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Then, you know, then that would be like, you know, um, did I say that you would have to do face masks? No. You would have to wear face masks. You also, if your business does have people coming into it, um, you're going to have to adjust your air conditioning and heating unit to filter the air because they do believe that you can catch the virus through uh, filtration systems. Oh, lovely. Okay, so that's a biggie, if you ask me. In this three phase, I'm not going to go through all the details, but the third phase is where we would open schools back up. So we're not even looking to do that in the fall. Possibly look at social distancing and some sporting events. However, I, I don't think that the NFL season will be played with fans in the seats, even though Tom Brady did sign a new contract. It's just not going to happen. Right. I mean, as just, you know, um, his his appearance in Tampa is not going to change. Yeah. Well, the NHL uh, shut down right before playoffs. We'd be in the middle of playoffs right now. So I'm pretty exactly. sure I'm pretty sure that they're they're not going to have a championship this year. And, you know, you're looking at um, I don't have a complete understanding about hair and nail salons. Now, in Missouri, they said you can do curbside service. And I thought, really? My hairdresser's going to come out to my car and do my hair? Oh, no, he can come out and sell me hairspray <laughs> if I paid for it beforehand. Well, you know, that's just not really how those businesses work. Right. You know? They do not eat off of the amount of hairspray they sell. First of all, it's too damn high. Yeah. That's true. And the hammer <laughs> is very happy that my hairdresser cannot do my hair because he's too pricey. Yeah. Hair hair and nails. And, and it must be horrible for women that are used to all, all that stuff that, that 
all of a sudden, boom, you can't do any of it. You know, I didn't realize gray hair was so popular with women. <laughs> you mean gray roots? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, guess what this chick did? They, they love it, I guess. You know, I did my I mean, own today. <laughs> yeah. No roots for me, that's for sure. But uh, we all miss our hairdressers, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and our husbands don't miss it one bit. We miss the for gym. <laughs> the gym, you know, they are going to let gyms open up, but what are they going to do about the sweat? Yeah, some sort of uh, antiseptic wipes after every use, I guess, which probably yeah. should have been happening anyways. They're supposed to that now. Yeah. I know, I know. So... Uh, anyway. not, not for me. Um, Jim is uh, what I name the local bar every uh, New Year's so that I can tell everybody my New Year's resolution is to go to the gym more often. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, stay tuned to his and hers because we got some funny little gym antics. So okay, um, good. make sure and listen to that show. Um, but, you know, speaking of funny, what about Pelosi's fridge? Yeah, I saw Did that. Did you all see that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's got two fridges the size of most people's homes in San Francisco. Exactly. Probably I mean, a $10,000 you know, fridge. Too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I bet it's even more than that. Yeah. Did she show her pantry? Because that's probably full of vodka, right? No, no she show showed her. Their, she showed her friends, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah see, vodka and ice cream, I guess, was her favorite. <laughs> it was Jenny Craig, yeah, Pagatos or something, and Dove and Dove, lots of Dove. Yeah, Dove it, ice it, cream bars. I don't think Dove makes a vodka. She did. <laughs> and it didn't occur to her at all that people are probably going without food at this time. No, yeah, no, she, I know that. I mean, the food banks have never had these kind of lines. No wonder she doesn't want to go back to Washington when she's got a fridge full and a pantry full and looking at her $8 million home on the beach, you know. I mean, why would you want to go back to Washington and help the, you know, the middle class and the normal people? You know? Well, apparently she didn't. She called a recess. Right. Um, the, the pay um, protection uh, program that they passed didn't they didn't allow enough money it ran out of money last Friday okay she decides to try to bargain her way through allocating more money as businesses close up right okay right. what in the hell was she thinking I mean you got businesses that can't wait another day um, one of um, a good acquaintance I have online, which happens to be one of the Hammer's cousins, um, a doctor, she got on, you know, got all of her paperwork in last Friday. She really needed the loan because she has a clinic that um, she has several employees because they also do, um, they help people with Hashimoto's and, and you know, different right. diseases. So they sell supplements and food and all sorts of things. Um, she didn't get the money because they were out. Oh, lovely. And they wow. told her that she couldn't apply again when they did get money because she had been rejected. And she was in tears. Oh, because, my God. You know, she's worried. She won't be able to stay open. 
Right. You know, she's still sitting a quarter of a million dollars in um, medical school loans. Right. Okay, so this was getting bad this week. You know, Pelosi sat in, in front of her fridge in San Francisco. She should have never left Washington. None of the Congress people or senators should have left unless they had someone sick at home. Right. I mean, this is their job. Could there ever be a time that we needed them in Washington more? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think so. You know, they wouldn't leave if this if this was a if we were at war with another nation, would they leave? No. This is a war. It's just an enemy we can't see. It's still a war. We're having to fight this. We're trying to have to take precautions and instill different laws and rules to survive and if you and people are not surviving so it is a war and for her to let the representatives leave Washington and the senators and everybody to leave or a lot of them to leave I think is is just irresponsible um, they have one they they all take that oath to take the will of the people and enforce it and you know do the laws that are voted upon and um, to me they shirk their responsibility absolutely I agree uh, they definitely did and um, so it got bad enough that Chuck Schumer basically put it through the Senate oh, and good. he said Nancy you will get this passed this is not a time for politics so, um, as it may, they passed um, um, a $500 billion package. Uh, Pelosi will get everybody back in there and voted in by Friday. But, you you know, That's not what enough, they don't though, understand, they're, uh, uh, they're saying it's not enough. But these people, 10 days that she played around with us, by the time they can actually get the money, yeah. You're going to have an incredible amount of businesses that go broke. Yeah, absolutely. Within that 10 days. And, um, you know, small businesses are dying. Well, good really for Chuck. Quickly. Yeah, yeah. Never Hands thought I'd say Chuck. that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't either. And I never thought that he would stand up to Pelosi. But she has really gotten out of hand. Yeah, I, I think even the Democrats are rolling their eyes. One too many. Our, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. But, um, you know, we've done a lot of shows, a lot of writing and stories about Kim Jong-un. Yes. And um, he has had cardiac surgery and is said to be unconscious and not in very good shape. Ooh. Now, we, we knew that he had a lot of health issues. First of all, he's probably 100 pounds overweight. And it's all cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, French cheese, right? Yeah, wasn't exactly. it French cheese? How many pounds did he? Eat? I don't know, but he probably didn't shit for a week. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, speaking of shit, he like when he has met with um, Trump, he takes a little porta potty and carries his 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 poop and his pee back to um, North Korea with him, so that the CIA wouldn't test it to know how bad a health he was in. 
So I see that was kind of back to what we're saying is this guy, he smokes, drinks, he's 100 pounds overweight, and um, God, he's only 30 something. So you know, that's the one thing he did learn when he came to America was all of our bad habits. <laughs> well, he also went to Sweden, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he, he loves our bad habits. Oh, he loves smoking, drinking, overweight. Yeah, Dennis. Dennis um, what's Rodman. his name in the back? Yeah, Dennis Rodman probably taught him all those things. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that is his uh, idol, Dennis Rodman. Can you wow. see Dennis Rodman's wedding dress on Kim Jong? <laughs> That's a visual, isn't it? You'd have to double. I mean, well, he really well, better in, in um, Clinton's and Hillary's pantsuit. Yeah, I was just right? going to say, well, you know, he looks okay in Hillary's pantsuit. <laughs> or <Yeah>. vice versa. <laughs> the question is, if Kim Jong-un does not come out of unconsciousness, who is going to be the successor? He does not have any children yet. At least we don't believe so. He's got a sister. There's always the generals. The generals are worse than him. Well, he killed his brother, so it could be him. Yeah, yeah, that's his half-brother he did kill. But um, what about China? Would China finally go in and take over North Korea? I mean, they need the land for all their extra people. Oh, um, hmm. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I've, I've never thought of that. Uh that could be a scary thing. I think they'll have a sister, Matahari. <laughs> <laughs> She'll just continue the, the reign of terror. Yeah. You know, I bet she is a terror. I mean, she always just kind of walking behind him, not saying much. Yeah. You know? Well, you give her a little power. Not, if you do say anything, he'll kill you. No, yeah, and that's exactly. true. He killed the other brother. With his cannon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So China, you know, China's looking kind of bad. With the COVID-19, their lives are catching up with them. They had to double their numbers, right? Right, right. Uh, double the deaths, double the, the amount of cases. I'm sure that double wasn't even enough. Yeah, you know? I'm pretty sure that. I, I, they're still lying. They, um, the United States has launched an investigation into their lies about the coronavirus. Right. I don't know what they'll find out. But hopefully they'll find out something. But what I think is more interesting is that a group of senators are trying to pave the path for coronavirus sufferers and people that, you know, families of the people that have died to be able to sue for the assets of China that are in the United States. And so I hope that happens because. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow. I mean, they murdered more people than 9-11. You know, we're yeah. going to have way more people dead than we lost in 9-11. Yeah. Wow, that, that's going to be uh, something to keep an eye on for sure because that occurs. Holy smoke. That's going to be yeah. some big numbers. Yes, yeah, and China has a lot of assets in the United States and Canada. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Trudeau might not go for that. Well, but we got plenty right here in the United States. Well, we pretty much can't see anybody here anyway, so... Yeah, that's true. You, you guys know. are pretty known. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the winners of a lawsuit here get 50 bucks and a case of beer. <laughs> well, well, well. That's it. Yeah, well, you know, you get to choose your beer, though. 
That's one good thing. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm liking that Corona Premiere because it's gluten-free. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, you got okay. the Corona. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, during the coronavirus, I found Corona Premiere. There you go. You know? Uh, you got Corona everything. And as the as the hammer has to chase down the Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oil. Well, people in Europe were not driving in March, right? Because right. they were stuck at home with yeah. China's damn coronavirus. And they already okay. filled up their tank when the gas price dropped already. So Exactly. In April, you got the United States shut down. Well, you know, these guys had already bought their oil for these months before, you know, all hell broke loose. Right. Okay? They haven't used it. So when it comes down here to the end of April, nobody needs to buy any oil. Now, the very nature of trading oil is you buy it, you sell it, you never take possession of it. Right. Okay? We have always known that one day all hell could break loose, a pandemic could happen, and that oil that you own, you might have to take delivery. Right. Guess what? That happened. That happened the other day. And so, in order to store your barrel, it costs more than the oil was worth. So at one point, oil went into the negative territory of over $34. Yeah, and it hasn't been much better in the last two years here in Canada for Canadian oil. So, uh, we're pretty much used to it, but now things are coming to a dead halt. Exactly. And May's oil um, did go up to $10 and four cents barrel. My guess is you're not going to get in a good territory until July because we're just not using the reserves. We can't go anywhere. Right. And, yeah, and you're exactly. not using jet fuel. You know, jet um, um, air travel is down 90% in the United States. Yeah, apparently you can get some pretty good deals if you do want to fly somewhere, if you can. You know, Trump, yeah. Trump warned uh, the Saudis and Russia to keep the oil in the ground back in January. Right. And they didn't do it. They you didn't. Know, they, they don't. You know, you listen to, to a businessman. That's just like if you go to a doctor. You listen to what he says because that's his job. You know, one thing, you know, whether you like Trump personally or not, his business sense is fantastic and he has a proven track record. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, you know, it'll come back. The oil business will come back. We will travel again. We just don't know when. Well, it, it looks like a lot more traffic here now. People are getting tired of being at home they're jumping in the car and they're going for drives so well yeah. we're not here yet it'll bounce that. back it'll bounce back absolutely absolutely Rick. we hope that bill gates is not in charge of our vaccines uh yeah um wow he is a scary person you know uh i i Very don't get scary. his logic i don't get his logic at all um lots of collusion happening with the trudeau foundation and clinton health and uh, the aga Khan 
raises a whole bunch of questions right down to you know Trudeau still backing the who and our chief health officer here in Canada is Dr. Tam and she I don't know what nationality she's definitely Asian uh, but she is an executive with the who so uh, yeah she's just basically following orders or giving them uh, um, so a lot of this bad information that was given to us early on was out of her mouth. So, uh, really? yeah, yeah. And a lot of money uh, goes from Bill Gates's foundation to uh, the who too. So uh, very sketchy, very, very sketchy. That's all I have to say. Well, I know that I noticed um, on some of the propaganda that, you know, of course, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has given vaccines to uh, to people in every country on the planet except Canada. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> just weird. Okay, just weird. We don't know why, but we do know this isn't the end. We're going to be talking some more about this. He's scaring the hell out of people. His 5G, um, you know, tracking people. Well, uh, he, he's so batshit crazy. Um, <laughs> wow, that term just kind of makes more sense now, batshit crazy. Um, Absolutely, it does, <laughs> with the coronavirus and the bats. And well, there's a lot of people that I've spent time in the social distancing lineup at a store that said this. Thank God for Trump. And I never thought I'd hear that in Canada. So, you know, a lot wow. of people have had a lot more time to go digging deeper into the WHO, Bill Gates Foundation. Um, you know, people have yeah. had some time to dig down a little deeper than um, what they thought we were just stupid to begin well, with. Well, and you got to know that some of these guys go on and on like Soros for years and they do things that are dangerous. And then they get towards the end of their life, right? Right. And and they just go crazy. And and you really got to scare you. Uh, Bill Gates is not that old, but when you look how much he's aged in the last year, you got to wonder, is he sick? And is he going to go for the big kahuna? I've never seen anybody age like that man has in the last year. Maybe he's testing his own vaccines. That's, I don't know. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, we will we will be talking more about that. I know. Yep. Okay. And um, last but definitely not least. Okay. Dear New York Times, we freaking know that Russia interfered in the election. We know they're going to interfere in the next election. The big <laughs> issue is, are they effective? I mean, did they do anything? I mean, they spent like $16,000. Yeah. I mean, in the scheme of things, they spent so little and did so little, it could not have mattered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, I think it Nobody. was hyped. I, I agree. It was hyped right up more than, than anything. So They we, wrote an article about it today saying they know that they interfered. Yeah, Everybody well, believes that. Everybody knows that. Nobody's argued that they didn't. Yeah, we've known that for like three years. So yeah. uh, good on yeah. you, New York Times. You know, got to agree. They're doing Yay, some great journalism. <laughs> yes, great investigation. They're a little behind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I agree sure. there. Yep. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in it together. Um, 
Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there, and thanks for listening. We're certainly glad to have the hammer here. Godspeed, Grace. The hammer. You take care. Not too much tequila tonight, you know. Oh, oh no, no. No promises. But <laughs> it's almost that, 5 o'clock here, so I'm going to have to do some catching up. I'm about an hour behind. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> take care. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye now.